Welcome everybody to Disney World A to Z. This is the podcast for all things Walt Disney World from A to Z. We'll take you through the magic alphabetically. I'm your host, Emma. This week we are on the letter N and N is going to be for nighttime. So I have a list of 10 things that you can do after dark at Walt Disney World, both in the parks and at the resorts. Some of them are more obvious things. Some of them are maybe some things you haven't thought about before. So let's jump into it. The first thing I wrote down here is to ride an outdoor ride that you have never ridden at night because it's amazing how different of an experience it can be to ride something in the day versus at night, like Big Thunder Mountain, for instance. A lot of that roller coaster is outside, so it's such a different experience riding it after dark when the sun has gone down and like the cliffs and mountains are all glowing and red and yellow all around you. You know, I don't think I've ever been on uh, Snow White's uh, Seven Dwarves Mine Train after dark. I'll have to do that sometime because quite a bit of that is outside and I bet that would be fun when you finally pull up to Snow White's Cottage at the end. It would be glowing in the dark and you could see, I'm sure, off in the distance, Ariel's Castle glowing and and, uh, Beauty and the Beast's Castle glowing. That is one thing at... um, Um, the Disney parks when you're walking around during the day versus after dark. There are so many things that are like glowing in different colors. Obviously like the big landmarks, the castle is glowing in in pink and red and blue and the um, spaceship Earth, the ball at Epcot looks so great after dark. Um, So it is fun how just walking around the park you know, after dark can be kind of a new experience if you haven't visited a certain area um, after dark. But I feel like this is especially true with the outdoor rides. You should ride the People Mover after dark, Tomorrowland. All glowing in all the neon is just like one of the best spots. I haven't actually been to um, Toy Story Land after dark, but I I totally want to do that sometime because those big giant, um, you know, Christmas lights strung overhead, I think would look so pretty. Of course, uh, Pandora, um, Avatar Land After Dark is so cool because like the pavement is all sort of bioluminescent. All of the bioluminescent, uh, you know, nature foliage around you is glowing and it's just a totally different experience um, from night to day. It's kind of like, you know, the ride Navi River Journey. Obviously, that's in the dark all day long. But once, um, you know, night falls outside, then the whole, um, you know, the whole land becomes kind of like a Navi River journey. So that's the perfect time. Go grab yourself a night blossom and just take a stroll around uh, Pandora after dark. Epcot has to have one of my favorite after dark um, little areas of transformation. When you're leaving the park, the pavement beneath your feet will sparkle. There are some areas that are just like little white twinkling lights, and then there are other areas that are like rainbow colored, interesting designs lighting up and spinning around. And it's so fun because the lights are really hidden in the pavement. When you walk over them during the day, you would have no idea that those are going to glow after dark. And that just growing up was one of my favorite parts of Epcot and still is one of my all-time favorite favorite places to walk around after dark i'm really curious to see obviously epcot is a park in transition right now because they have a lot of new things on the way Um, but i'm wondering what they'll do you know with like lights in the pavement i hope they'll still have that after the um construction and maybe even have more of that because honestly i wish the whole park twinkled you know under under your feet after dark it's so magical when you walk out like after well it's not illuminations anymore but when you watched illuminations and then you went out to the parking lot it was just this like final kind of kiss goodnight as you walked um walked past the sparkling uh sparkling lights underfoot and of course the magic kingdom they actually call it the kiss goodnight they have 
It's just like a super short, like maybe two, three, five minute mini show where um, towards the end of the night when the park is closed and like everyone is leaving, they have this little, uh, it's like just, I think a narrator comes on over the loudspeaker and says like maybe a little quote from Walt and just like wishes everyone a good night and the castle just kind of sparkles along with it. Um, but that's a kind of cute, uh, cute uh, way to end the night. Of course, those Instagram photos that you see where people are like, you know, lying on Main Street after dark with like no one um, in the background. Those, I think, you have to wait, uh, really wait around for all the rest of the crowds to clear out. And um, and then you can get your late night uh, Instagram crowdless photo. Although then you'd have to wait around a long time. I, I've never actually done that, to be honest. So just being in the parks after dark is a experience in and of itself. But obviously... Each park has its own nighttime spectacular show, fireworks, extravaganza, so those definitely are an item on this list to go see the fireworks, see the nighttime shows at each park at Magic Kingdom. It is Happily Ever After. That's the main fireworks show, and of course that incorporates um, like projections onto the castle along with the fireworks and tons of music and scenes from your favorite Disney movies. It's really amazing. They packed in like kind of an insane number of movies movies into that show. Um, I still miss Wishes, to be honest. I feel like Happily Ever After has not grabbed me the way Wishes did, but obviously it's still super fun, and there's so many clever moments. I love the Moana scene. I love when um, Mulan shoots the rocket. Like, it's it's fun the way they incorporated the fireworks and the castle projections. I think they do still have, though, a, like, just castle projection show that they sometimes show before or after the fireworks, and that is called Once Upon a Time. So that's kind of the same thing but like without the fireworks where it's scenes from different Disney uh, movies and and Disney characters just projected up onto the castle I wonder if they're gonna do anything like that at Epcot moving forward I mean I feel like they would have announced it because at Epcot right now they recently got rid of Illuminations, sadly, and we're kind of in a waiting period before the next like big, uh, big uh, nighttime show comes, and apparently that's going to be called Harmonious. So right now, the nighttime show at Epcot is, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Epcot Forever. So it's kind of like Illuminations light, like it has, you know, still fireworks and, and these cool kites on the World Showcase Lagoon and like some great music. They have music from like Tapestry of Nations and some of the older Epcot parades, which is is super fun um, but harmonious should be very exciting 2020 is when that is supposed to supposed to come out um, but yeah it's kind of funny thinking about how at the Magic Kingdom they've really embraced the castle projection you know the projection technology but at Epcot they've only done it like for some special events like I think during that like Monsters Inc summer event they like lit uh, lit up the Epcot ball like Mike Wazowski you know like his big eye and then uh, for Star Wars I know they one time did it as like the Death Star, which looked so cool. But yeah, they don't seem to do that as like a regular thing. I wonder if like a round surface is more difficult for projections or if they just want to focus things on the lagoon um, because that's obviously where they have more room for fireworks and drones, maybe. Who knows? It'll be exciting to see what kind of new technology they're incorporating into um, into Harmonious. It, I, I always think that they should do something like um, at Disney's California Adventure, they have World of Color, which is one of my all-time favorite 
after dark Disney fireworks, Disney, you know, nighttime light extravaganzas. It's just so good. Like the music is perfect and like the scene choices from the movies, I feel like mesh together so well. Like it's not just a random collection of scenes. Like I feel like they kind of weave it together into an overarching storyline and the water, the jets are so spectacular and so creative and like the colors and oh, it's just such a great, great show. Like just listening to the opening music, I love, you know, the the wonderful world of color. It's like just pulls you in and it has that like magic um, magic quality, which I feel like all Disney fireworks soundtracks have that just sort of immediate grab you, immediately grab you with the music. So yeah, we'll have to see if Harmonious is anything like World of Color. It might not be, honestly. That's probably just me wishing it would be, because um, I definitely wished that uh, at the Animal Kingdom, Rivers of Light, I was hoping that would be kind of more like uh world of color but it isn't really at all they don't do a whole lot with the jets they really just more like project um they have like water screens and then they project uh videos onto it and i always find it hard to tell what's on the like water screens when they do that at like phantasmic and at um rivers of light maybe part of the reason i liked world of color is because i found it easier like i actually could tell what was on the water screens um rivers of light i have a really tough time with but that isn't just um water screens they do have some really gorgeous these like lotus blossoms that are floating around and lighting up and the beautiful um uh animal like glass boats and they do some really cool things with like shadows on the sails of the boats so that is a a fun show I feel like you should definitely see that once um after I saw it once I was like okay I don't I don't feel like I need to see this again for a while one thing we did uh when we saw it for the first time though I bought this lotus blossom popcorn bucket at um uh the popcorn place right by Expedition Everest so like right behind the theater um and it just was so fun to have that in the you know in the stands and because then like the giant lotus blossoms come floating out on the water and you have your giant glowing because the lotus blossom popcorn bucket glows just like the um just like the uh ship out on the water so that was really fun i'm sure they must still sell that i would be surprised if they discontinued that popcorn bucket um because it's just such a great thing and i feel like that's so smart of them when they sell something that's like so perfectly in keeping and perfectly in tune with the uh, with the show that you're about to see. So that is Animal Kingdom. Of course, Animal Kingdom does have some projections on uh, the tree that they do, a little short show called Tree of Life Awakenings. Um, and I think they usually do that like kind of before and after um, um, Rivers of Light. So it might go a couple times a night. Um, but that's worth seeing once too, like just some fun animal images and beautiful colors projected onto the tree. And then at um, Hollywood Studios, it is of course Star Wars, a galactic spectacular and that you can see um, uh, from in front of the uh, Grauman's uh, Chinese Theater there at the end of the main street although I've heard that it's fun to try to catch that from other parts of the park as well especially from Batu from Galaxy's Edge, that would be really fun to just watch it from inside Star Wars land, I don't think you'd be able to hear the music, but it's always fun to get a different view of a show or something you're familiar with um, and to watch a Disney fireworks show without the music is always like so weird. Sometimes when I've um, edited my videos, I've like paired like a footage of the fireworks that I have with other music. And it's always so fun because it's like a different show in a way, like still a great show. But it's funny how how much the music adds and really defines the the nighttime spectaculars. 
Item number three on our list is you can plus up your Disney fireworks experience and make it super deluxe by going to either a dessert party or making it a fireworks cruise. If you've ever been like out on the Seven Seas Lagoon um, or, you know, on the monorail and you see boats out there before the fireworks are about to begin, you can book those those cruises. So that would definitely give you a different view of the fireworks. And of course, um, at Epcot, they have those as well. And I think just about all the parks have some kind of dessert party. We've done the one at Magic Kingdom, which is fun. There are two different types at Magic Kingdom. They're both uh, in the Tomorrowland Terrace area, and one of them is you can sit and stay in the Tomorrowland Terrace seating, so that's the seating kind of closer to the castle, and then one of them is you just sit and eat your desserts, and then you go to a kind of reserved area. Um, One of the hubgrass areas is reserved, Um, so that's slightly less expensive, although to be honest, the last time we did it, it, it was really hot and crowded, and the desserts were good, but they weren't spectacular, and it is so expensive because these dessert parties, like it's almost like you're paying for a meal, but it's just a, a dessert buffet. So I'm not sure we're going to be going back and doing that again, but but again, it's kind of like a splurge thing. Definitely um, fun to do for a special occasion. So number four on my list, I'm realizing I actually already said, it's watch um, fireworks from an unexpected location. So watch the Hollywood Studios fireworks from Batu, or watch the Magic kingdom fireworks from back in new fantasy land or from of course across the water because you can see the magic kingdom fireworks from the polynesian from the contemporary from the grand floridian so if you don't have a park ticket that day but you still want to take in the fireworks it's fun that there are some spots where you can do that number five on my list is go to after hours or to a special ticketed event because of course the uh, seasonal events mickey's not so scary halloween party and mickey's very merry christmas party are all after dark they all start at about seven o'clock and they have special fireworks special parades all sorts of fun stuff we're in we're in christmas season now so snow on main street and hot cocoa and cookies after hours is something that goes on throughout the year um, and that's a special event they're basically supposed to be fewer people in the park so shorter lines on i think most of the rides are open during after hours i actually did a trip report with um ashley uh, a little while ago um, where she talked about her after hours experience so if you're interested in that go and check out that episode all right so we've covered nighttime at the parks and now we're moving to nighttime at the resorts if you're staying at a resort obviously you're going to be able to enjoy your room and i feel like the evening is a nice time to enjoy the pool as well sometimes it can be a little less crowded during the afternoon and like the heat of the day those pools get so crowded that it's just not very fun to swim and like if your kids want to do the slide like there's going to be a long line for the slide but sometimes after dark things can quiet down and the pools are still open after dark and of course sometimes like the slides light up or like the resort all around you is lit up so again it's just a different experience from what it is uh, during the daytime you can also take in some resort activities if you're staying at the resort they do do uh, poolside movies and most of the resorts they have like a big inflatable um, screen and then they have a different Disney movie they play every night Um, and they also have marshmallow roasting generally they have like a little fire pit at each resort even if you're not staying at a resort I feel like it can be fun to visit the resorts after dark because there are some fun activities there. One of my personal favorites is torch lighting at the Polynesian. That's at six o'clock. It is most nights. It is Tuesday through Saturday because the people that do it are the people from the Luau show. So when the Luau show isn't running, they obviously don't do torch lighting either. Um, But it's usually out on the little hula lawn. So between the great great ceremonial house and the pool. Um, And they just have like a little program and the fire dancer from uh, the Luau show is there. And then he goes and, and lights the torches. And then of course you walk around the Polynesian after dark and all the torches are lit and it's just 
so magical. It's like, you know the guy from the Luau didn't go around and personally light every single one of them, but like you can sort of imagine that he did. Like whenever um, I'm walking around the Polynesian and the lights are lit before the torch lighting ceremony, I'm like, what is going on here? This is cheating. <laughs> Another one of my very favorite spots at Walt Disney World in the evening is the Grand Floridian because from three o'clock until about eight o'clock, there is live music in the lobby. There is a piano player who takes turns with the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra. The band is definitely my favorite. I mean, I like the piano player too, but the band is just so fabulous. It's like a six-piece uh, orchestra. So you have a guy on the piano, you have a guy on a bass, the amazing trumpet player, a saxophonist. In fact, I feel like they can all play like all of the instruments because when you walk by the, the band area where the band sits, because um, they're up on the second floor, so the sound really projects and out over the lobby. Um, but they have a whole bunch of instruments and they sometimes switch and sometimes one of them sings and they have a huge repertoire. Um, the the like sheet music on their stand is like so, so thick um, and you can make requests. So they do know a lot of different, uh, a lot of different songs and of course lots of, lots of Disney music and they play lots of great sort of big band swing, you know, music and it's fun when people dance along in the lobby, you'll often see couples and especially little kids just dancing to the band. And then I saved the best for last. My very favorite thing at Walt Disney World After Dark is the electrical water pageant. This is such a cool Disney World tradition because it's been going since Disney World opened. Like since the very beginning, I think. Have they missed? I think they might have missed a couple nights due to hurricanes. But it's like one of those shows that has been running almost every single night since Walt Disney World opened. And it's just this great train of barges that goes around the Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. So they play in front of basically all those hotels, the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian. They uh, do a show for the Contemporary, the Wilderness Lodge, and then they also do one um, at the Magic Kingdom. They stick to pretty much the same schedule if you look it up online. Um, I think it's usually 9 o'clock is the Polynesian um, or is nine o'clock the grand they might start at the grand see I feel like I should know this because whenever nine o'clock is is coming around and we're staying at one of those resorts it's like oh guys electric water pageant we need to go watch it it's just such a great collection of little song snippets and each one comes on as different animals pop up and appear on the different uh, different screens all spread out across the lake. It's just one of those quintessentially Disney moments that like, you know, defines your vacation. Like, you know you're on vacation when you're watching the electrical water pageant. I almost like resent it when sometimes the fireworks are going at the same time and they play the fireworks music instead of the electrical water pageant music. And I'm like, what is going on here? I need to hear a whale of a tale. Get it on now. <laughs> I'm realizing that like nightlife and clubs and like, you know, going going around to the bars is not really on my <laughs> Disney nighttime list. They they actually don't, I feel like now have quite as much nightlife. Like they obviously used to have Pleasure Island at downtown Disney, Disney Springs, um, but that closed. And so now they do have things like at Disney Springs, different shows and different bars that you can go around to. Um, but I feel like it's not really open into the very small hours. Like it's, it's open late, but just not, not super late because everyone's exhausted after their long day in the parks. It's like you want to enjoy your fireworks and then get to bed. I actually kind of feel like Epcot is more of a nightlife spot than, um, than Disney Springs because a lot of people like to do that drinking around the world. In fact, if you're going to Epcot, if you're planning to go to Epcot on a Saturday night or a Friday night, like there will probably be lots of locals there just going around enjoying World Showcase. So if you'd prefer a quieter Epcot experience, Friday night and Saturday night are maybe not the best times. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode.
episode. If you're listening to this when it's coming out, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week, so I hope you have a wonderful time with your families. If you're at Disney World this week, I hope the crowds don't get to you because the holidays at Disney, it's obviously beautiful. Everything is decorated, but it's also so, so crowded. If you're not yet, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for Disney World A to Z. As always, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a magical day.